Welcome to an LDS Guided Meditation and Mindful Reading, Companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This week's episode covers November 8th through 14th, Doctrine and Covenants, Sections 129 through 132. When we obtain any blessing from God, it is by obedience. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a comfortable position in a quiet space. Close your eyes. Be mindful of your breathing. Be aware of the air as it enters and exits your body. Be conscious of the rise and fall of your chest as your breathing deepens. Recognize the air that surrounds you, the warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Observe your thoughts. This is your time to let go of the past and future worries for a time and to be in the present. If you find your thoughts wandering, gently bring them back to the present by focusing on your breathing. As we continue to relax our bodies, you may choose to incorporate movement by stretching or moving the body part before relaxing it, or you can choose to remain still. Soften your face, your eyebrows, eyes, cheeks, and jaw. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Let the tension flow down and out through your arms, wrists, hands, and fingers. Relax your core, your spine, chest, abdomen, and hips. Let the tension flow down and out through your legs, ankles, feet, and toes. Scan your body for any places that you still might be holding tension and release it. If you are sitting, straighten your spine, lift your chin and drop your shoulders. Continue to soften your body while your breathing deepens. Doctrine and Covenants, section 129. 
Instructions given by Joseph Smith the Prophet at Nauvoo, Illinois, February 9, 1843 Making known three grand keys by which the correct nature of ministering angels and spirits may be distinguished. There are two kinds of beings in heaven, namely angels, who are resurrected personages, having bodies of flesh and bone. For instance, Jesus said, Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as ye see me have. Secondly, the spirits of just men made perfect, they who are not resurrected, but inherit the same glory. When a messenger comes saying he has a message from God, offer him your hand and request him to shake hands with you. If he be an angel, he will do so, and you will feel his hand. If he be the spirit of a just man made perfect, he will come in his glory, for that is the only way he can appear. Ask him to shake hands with you, but he will not move, because it is contrary to the order of heaven for a just man to deceive but he will still deliver his message. If it be the devil as an angel of light, when you ask him to shake hands, he will offer you his hand and you will not feel anything. You may therefore detect him. These are three grand keys whereby you may know whether an administration is from God. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 130 Items of Instruction Given by Joseph Smith the Prophet at Ramus, Illinois, April 2, 1843 When the Savior shall appear, we shall see him as he is. We shall see that he is a man like ourselves. And that same sociality which exists among us here will exist among us there only it will be coupled with eternal glory, which glory we do not now enjoy. John chapter 14 verse 23 The appearing of the Father and the Son in that verse is a personal appearance, and the idea that the Father and the Son dwell in a man's heart is an old sectarian notion and is false. In answer to the question, it is not the reckoning of God's time, angel's time, prophet's time, and man's time, according to the planet on which they reside? I answer yes, but there are no angels who minister to this earth, but those who do belong or have belonged to it. The angels do not reside on a planet like this earth, but they reside in the presence of God on a globe like a sea of glass and fire, where all things for their glory are manifest past, present, and future, and are continually before the Lord. The place where God resides is a great Urim and Thummim. This earth, in its sanctified and immortal state, will be made like unto crystal, and will be a Urim and Thummim to the inhabitants who dwell thereon, whereby all things pertaining to an inferior kingdom, or all kingdoms of a lower order, will be manifest to those who dwell on it, and this earth will be Christ's. Then the white stone mentioned in Revelations chapter 2.17, 
will become a Urim and Thummim to each individual who receives one, whereby things pertaining to a higher order of kingdoms will be made known. And a white stone is given to each of those who come into the celestial kingdom, whereon it is a new name written, which no man knoweth save he hath received it. The new name is the key word. I prophesy in the name of the Lord God that the commencement of the difficulties which will cause much bloodshed previous to the coming of the Son of Man will be in South Carolina. It may probably arise through the slave question. This a voice declared to me while I was praying earnestly on the subject, December 25, 1832. I was once praying very earnestly to know the time of the coming of the Son of Man when I heard a voice repeat the following, Joseph, my son, if thou livest until thou art eighty-five years old, thou shalt see the face of the Son of Man. Therefore let this suffice, and trouble me no more on this matter. I was left thus, without being able to decide whether this coming referred to the beginning of the millennium or to some previous appearing, or whether I should die and thus see his face. I believe the coming of the Son of Man will not be any sooner than that time. Whatever principle of intelligence we attain unto this life, it will rise with us in the resurrection. And if a person gains more knowledge and intelligence in this life through his diligence and obedience than another, he will have so much the advantage in the world to come. There is a law irrevocably decreed in heaven before the foundation of this world upon which all blessings are predicated. And when we obtain any blessing from God, it is by obedience to that law upon which it is predicated. The Father has a body of flesh and bones, as tangible as man's, the Son also. But the Holy Ghost has not a body of flesh and bones, but is a personage of spirit. Were it not so, the Holy Ghost could not dwell in us. A man may receive the Holy Ghost, and it may descend upon him and not tarry with him. Doctrine and Covenant Section 131 Instructions by Joseph Smith the Prophet Given in Ramus, Illinois, May 16th and 17th, 1843 In the celestial glory, there are three heavens or degrees, and in order to obtain the highest, a man must enter into this order of the priesthood, meaning the new and everlasting covenant of marriage. If he does not, he cannot obtain it. He may enter into the other, but that is the end of his kingdom. He cannot have an increase. May 17, 1843 The more sure word of prophecy means a man's knowing that he is sealed up unto eternal life by revelation and by the spirit of prophecy through the power of the holy priesthood. It is impossible for a man to be saved in ignorance. There is no such thing as immaterial matter. All spirit is matter, but it is more fine or pure and can only be discerned by the purer eyes. We cannot see it, but when our bodies are purified, we shall see that it is all matter. 
Doctrine and Covenants, section 132, verses 1 through 27. Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Nauvoo, Illinois, recorded July 12, 1843, relating to the new and everlasting covenant, including the eternity of the marriage covenant and the principle of plural marriage. Although the revelation was recorded in 1843, Evidence indicates that some of the principles involved in this revelation were known by the Prophet as early as 1831. See Official Declaration 1. Thus saith the Lord unto you, my servant Joseph, that inasmuch as you have inquired of my hand to know and understand wherein I, the Lord, justified my servants Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and also Moses, David, and Solomon, my servants, as touching the principle and doctrine of their having many wives and concubines. Behold and lo, I am the Lord thy God, and will answer thee as touching this matter. Therefore, prepare thy heart to receive and obey the instructions which I am about to give unto you, for all those who have this law revealed unto them must obey the same. For behold, I reveal unto you a new and everlasting covenant, and if ye buy not that covenant, then ye are damned, for no one can reject this covenant and be permitted to enter into my glory. For all who will have a blessing at my hand shall abide the law which was appointed for that blessing and the conditions thereof, as were instituted from before the foundation of the world. As pertaining to the new and everlasting covenant, it was instituted for the fullness of my glory and he that receiveth a fullness thereof must and shall abide the law, or he shall be damned, saith the Lord God. And verily I say unto you, that the conditions of this law are these, all covenants, contracts, bonds, obligations, oaths, vows, performances, connections, associations, or expectations that are not made and entered into and sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise of him who is anointed, both as well for time and for all eternity, that too most holy by revelation and commandment through the medium of mine anointed, whom I have appointed on the earth to hold this power, and I have appointed unto my servant Joseph to hold this power in the last days, and there is never but one on earth at a time, on whom this power and the keys of this priesthood are conferred, are of no efficacy, virtue, or force in and after the resurrection from the dead. For all contracts that are not made unto this end have an end when men are dead. Behold, mine house is a house of order, saith the Lord God, and not a house of confusion. Will I accept an offering, saith the Lord, that is not made in my name? Or will I receive at your hands that which I have not appointed? And will I appoint unto you, saith the Lord, except it be by law, even as I and my Father ordained you before the world was? I am the Lord thy God, and given to you this commandment, that no man shall come unto the Father but by me or by my word, which is my law, saith the Lord. And everything that is in the world, whether it be ordained of men, by thrones, or principalities, or powers, or things of name, whatsoever they may be, 
that are not by me or by my word, saith the Lord, shall be thrown down, and shall not remain after men are dead, neither in nor after the resurrection, saith the Lord your God. For whatsoever things remain are by me, and whatsoever things are not by me shall be shaken and destroyed. Therefore, if a man marry him a wife in the world, and he marry her not by me or by my word, and he covenant with her so long as he is in the world, and she with him, their covenant and marriage are not of force when they are dead, and when they are out of the world. Therefore, they are not bound by any law when they are out of the world. Therefore, when they are out of the world, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are appointed angels in heaven, which angels are ministering servants, to minister for those who are worthy of far more, and an exceeding and eternal weight of glory. For these angels did not abide my law, therefore they cannot be enlarged, but remain separately and singly without exaltation, in their saved condition, to all eternity, and from henceforth are not gods, but are angels of God for ever and ever. And again verily I say unto you, If a man marry a wife, and make a covenant with her for time, and for all eternity, if that covenant is not by me, or by my word, which is my law, and is not sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, through him who I have anointed, and appointed unto this power, then it is not valid neither of force, when they are out of the world, because they are not joined by me, saith the Lord, neither by my word. When they are out of the world, it cannot be received there, because the angels of God are appointed there, by whom they cannot pass. They cannot therefore inherit my glory, for my house is a house of order, saith the Lord God. And again verily I say unto you, If a man marry a wife by my word, which is my law, and by the new and everlasting covenant, it is sealed unto them by the Holy Spirit of promise, by him who is anointed, unto whom I have appointed this power and the keys of this priesthood. And it shall be said unto them, Ye shall come forth in the first resurrection. And if it be after the first resurrection, in the next resurrection, and shall inherit thrones, kingdoms, principalities and powers, dominions, all heights and depths, then shall it be written in the Lamb's book of life, that he shall commit no murder whereby to shed innocent blood. And if ye abide in my covenant, and commit no murder whereby to shed innocent blood, it shall be done unto them in all things, whatsoever my servant hath put upon them, in time and throughout all eternity, and shall be of full force when they are out of the world and they shall pass by the angels and the gods which are set there to their exaltation and glory in all things, as hath been sealed upon their heads, which glory shall be a fullness and a continuation of the seeds for ever and ever. Then shall they be gods, because they have no end. Therefore they shall be from everlasting to everlasting, because they continue. Then shall they be above all because all things are subject unto them. Then shall they be gods, because they have all power, and the angels are subject unto them. Verily, verily, I say unto you, 
Except ye abide my law, ye cannot attain to this glory. For straight is the gate, and narrow the way, that leadeth to exaltation and continuation of the lives, and few there be that find it, because ye receive me not in the world, neither do ye know me. But if ye receive me in the world, then ye shall know me, and shall receive your exaltation, that where I am ye shall be also. This is eternal lives, to know the only wise and true God, and Jesus Christ, whom he hath sent. I am he. Receive ye therefore my law. Broad is the gate, and wide is the way, that leadeth to the deaths, and many there are that go in thereat, because they receive me not, neither do they abide in my law. Verily, verily, I say unto you, If a man marry a wife according to my word, and they are sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, according to my appointment, and he or she shall commit any sin or transgression of the new and everlasting covenant whatever, and all manner of blasphemies, and if they commit no murder wherein they shed innocent blood, yet they shall come forth in the first resurrection and enter into their exaltation, but they shall be destroyed in the flesh and shall be delivered unto the buffetings of Satan, unto the day of redemption, saith the Lord God. The blasphemy against the Holy Ghost, which shall not be forgiven in the world, nor out of the world, is in that ye commit murder, wherein ye shed innocent blood, and assent unto my death, after ye have received my new and everlasting covenant, saith the Lord God. And he that abideth not this law, can in no wise enter into my glory, but shall be damned, saith the Lord. Doctrine and Covenants, section 132, verses 28 through 66. I am the Lord thy God, and will give unto thee the law of my holy priesthood, as was ordained by me and my father before the world was. Abraham received all things whatsoever he received, by revelation and commandment, by my word, saith the Lord, and hath entered into his exaltation, and sitteth upon his throne. Abraham received promises concerning his seed, and of the fruit of his loins, from whose loins ye are, namely my servant Joseph which were to continue so long as they were in the world, and as touching Abraham and his seed, out of the world they should continue, both in the world and out of the world, should they continue as numerable as the stars, or if they were to count the sands upon the seashore, ye could not number them. This promise is yours also, because ye are of Abraham, and the promise was made unto Abraham. And by this law is the continuation of the works of my Father, wherein he glorifieth himself. Go ye therefore, and do the works of Abraham. Enter ye into my law, and ye shall be saved. But if ye enter not into my law, ye cannot receive the promise of my Father, which he made unto Abraham. God commanded Abraham, and Sarah gave Hagar to Abraham to wife. And why did she do it? because this was the law, and from Hagar sprang many people. This therefore was fulfilling, among other things, 
the promises. Was Abraham therefore under condemnation? Verily I say unto you, Nay, for I the Lord commanded it. Abraham was commanded to offer his son Isaac. Nevertheless it is written, Thou shalt not kill. Abraham, however, did not refuse, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Abraham received concubines, and they bore him children, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness, because they were given unto him, and he abode in my law. As Isaac also and Jacob did none other thing than that which they were commanded, and because they did none other thing than that which they were commanded, they have entered into their exaltation, according to the promises, and sit upon thrones, and are not angels but are gods. David also received many wives and concubines, and also Solomon and Moses my servants, and also many other of my servants, from the beginning of creation until this time. And in nothing did they sin, save in those things which they received not of me. David's wives and concubines were given unto him of me, by the hand of Nathan my servant, and others of the prophets, who had the keys of this power, and in none of these things did he sin against me, save in the case of Uriah and his wife. And therefore he hath fallen from his exaltation, and received his portion, and he shall not inherit them out of the world. For I gave them unto another, saith the Lord. I am the Lord thy God, and I gave unto thee, my servant Joseph, an appointment, and restored all things. Ask what ye will, and it shall be given unto you according to my word. And as ye have asked concerning adultery, verily, verily, I say unto you, If a man receiveth a wife in the new and everlasting covenant, and if she be with another man, and I have not appointed unto her by the holy anointing, she hath committed adultery, and shall be destroyed. If she be not in the new and everlasting covenant, and she be with another man, she has committed adultery. And if her husband be with another woman, and he was under a vow, he hath broken his vow, and hath committed adultery. And if she hath not committed adultery, but is innocent, and hath not broken her vow, and she knoweth it, and I reveal it unto you, my servant Joseph, then shall ye have power, by the power of my holy priesthood, to take her, and give her unto him, and hath not committed adultery, but hath been faithful, for he shall be made ruler over many. For I confer upon you the keys and power of the priesthood, wherein I restore all things, and make known unto you all things in due time. And verily, verily, I say unto you, that whatsoever you seal on earth shall be sealed in heaven, and whatsoever you bind on earth, in my name and by my word, saith the Lord, it shall be eternally bound in the heavens, and whatsoever sin ye remit on earth shall be remitted eternally in the heavens, and whatsoever sin ye retain on earth shall be retained in heaven. And again verily I say, Whomsoever you bless, I will bless. And whomsoever you curse, I will curse, saith the Lord. For I, the Lord, am thy God. And again verily I say unto you, my servant Joseph, that whatsoever you give on earth, and to whomsoever 
you give any one on earth, by my word and according to my law, it shall be visited with blessings and not cursings, and with my power, saith the Lord, and shall be without condemnation on earth and in heaven. For I am the Lord thy God, and will be with thee even unto the end of the world, and throughout all eternity. For verily I seal upon you your exaltation, and prepare a throne for you in the kingdom of my Father, with Abraham your father. Behold, I have seen your sacrifices, and will forgive all your sins. I have seen your sacrifices in obedience to that which I have told you. Go therefore, and I make a way for your escape, as I accepted the offering of Abraham of his son Isaac. Verily I say unto you, A commandment I give unto mine handmaid, Emma Smith, your wife, whom I have given unto you, that she stay herself and partake not of that which I have commanded you to offer unto her. For I did it, saith the Lord, to prove you as I did Abraham, and that I might require an offering at your hand by covenant and sacrifice. And let mine handmaid Emma Smith receive all those who have been given unto my servant Joseph, and who are virtuous and pure before me. And those who are not pure, and have said they were pure, shall be destroyed, saith the Lord God. For I am the Lord thy God, and ye shall obey my voice. And I give unto my servant Joseph, that he shall be made ruler over many things. For he hath been faithful over a few things, and from henceforth I will strengthen him. And I command mine handmaid Emma Smith to abide and cleave unto my servant Joseph, and to none else. But if she will not abide this commandment, she shall be destroyed, saith the Lord. For I, the Lord thy God, will destroy her if she abide not in my law. But if she will not abide this commandment, then shall my servant Joseph do all things for her, even as he hath said. And I will bless him and multiply him, and give unto him an hundredfold of this world. For fathers and mothers, brothers and sisters, houses and lands, wives and children, and crowns of eternal lives in the eternal worlds. And again verily I say, Let mine handmaid forgive my servant Joseph his trespasses, and then shall she be forgiven her trespasses, wherein she has trespassed against me. And I, thy Lord, thy God, will bless her and multiply her, and make her heart to rejoice. And again I say, let not my servant Joseph put his property out of his hands, lest an enemy come and destroy him, for Satan seeketh to destroy. For I am the Lord thy God, and he is my servant. And behold and lo, I am with him, as I was with Abraham thy father, even unto his exaltation and glory. Now as touching the law of the priesthood, there are many things pertaining thereunto. Verily, if a man be called of my father, as was Aaron, by mine own voice, and by the voice of him that sent me, and I have endowed him with the keys of the power of this priesthood, and he do anything in my name, and according to my law and by my word, he will not commit sin, and I will justify him. Let no one, therefore, set on my servant Joseph, for I will justify him. For he shall do the sacrifice which I require at his hands 
for his transgressions, saith the Lord your God. And again, as pertaining to the law of the priesthood, if any man espouse a virgin, and desire to espouse another, and the first give her consent, and if he espouse the second, and they are virgins, and have vowed to no other man, then is he justified. He cannot commit adultery, for they are given unto him. For he cannot commit adultery with that that belongeth unto him, and to no one else. And if he have ten virgins given unto him by this law, he cannot commit adultery, for they belong to him, and they are given unto him. Therefore he is justified. But if one or either of the ten virgins, after she is espoused, shall be with another man, she has committed adultery, and shall be destroyed. For they are given unto him to multiply and replenish the earth, according to my commandment, and to fulfill the promise which was given by my Father before the foundation of the world, and for their exaltation in the eternal worlds, that they may bear the souls of men. For herein is the work of my Father continued, that he may be glorified. And again verily, verily, I say unto you, If any man have a wife, who holds the keys of this power, and he teaches unto her the laws of my priesthood, as pertaining to these things, and sh then shall she believe and administer unto him, or she shall be destroyed, saith the Lord your God. For I will destroy her, for I will magnify my name upon all those who receive and abide in my law. Therefore it shall be lawful in me, if she receive not this law, for him to receive all things whatsoever, I the Lord his God will give unto him because she did not believe and administer unto him according to my word. And she then becomes the transgressor, and he is exempt from the law of Sarah, who administered unto Abraham according to the law when I commanded Abraham to take Hagar to wife. And now as pertaining to this law, verily, verily, I say unto you, I will reveal more unto you hereafter. Therefore, let this suffice for the present. Behold, I am Alpha and Omega. Amen. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time to pray and ponder about those spiritual things in your mind and heart. Use your breathing to remain in the present. Listen to and ponder those things that the Spirit quietly places into your prepared mind. The Spirit can show you great things when you take the time to listen.
Thank you for taking the time to join me today. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Stay positive, stay grateful, and take the time to be still and ponder as you walk side by side your loving Heavenly Father through this complex and beautiful life. Thank you.